0: And welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast, where our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we're gonna talk about attending events as a shy person. Because maybe you're listening to this episode because you realize the importance of actually going out there, even though everything in your brain tells you not to do it. Believe me, I am a great example of this. I have been on the entire spectrum of shyness in my life. I've been on the bold aggressive side and I've also been on the shy please don't talk to me side Um, funny enough there has been some amazing technology that's come out in the recent year that basically will scan your brain it basically will translate what your brain is telling you so I did a scan of my brain earlier as I attended event let's go ahead and roll that clip to see what happened when I attended event as a shy person You gotta go home. Get out of there. Oh man, yeah, that's really awkward. Oh man. Oof. Does not does not sound very brave or powerful at all. And uh, just blown away that my brain sounds like a little helpless lamb. Anyway. The reason you may be here... That's not a real brain scan, by the way, guys, if you thought it was. Um, The real reason why we're doing this episode is to help those of you who want to attend events as shy people. It really is doable, and I'm speaking from experience. Yes, you do have to attend events or, at bare minimum, be a part of a community that gets you talking to the right people. The best connections I've ever made have started in person. So I would like to encourage all of you to... Um, to really embrace this episode and get past whatever it is you need to get past to attend these events. Okay, first concept I would like to outline before I get into some tips for shy people. There is a spectrum of shyness. And as I've mentioned, I've been all over the spectrum of shyness. It doesn't mean that you are a shy person for life, and it doesn't mean that there is only one level of shy. And a lot of it is inner game and psychology. Your ability to be shy or not shy is based on a social muscle and this muscle can get stronger or weaker and can fluctuate based on how often you're putting yourself out there. Once again, coming from experience and basic psychological principle, point being if you feel like you are stuck in this this rut of shyness, Know you can get out and know that this isn't something that's permanent if it's something that you want to change. Can't emphasize that enough. It's a muscle and it's something that you have to work at over and over again. And it just gets easier and it just gets more fun. Another concept I want to mention before I launch into the tips, the difference between attending events and being online. I'm not trying to tell all of you to stop going online I think that would be ludicrous and I think that might work against you, especially if you feel like it's been effective to be online. I don't want you to replace going online completely, but rather I would like you to have attending events as part of your repertoire as a professional or career warrior. So an example of that might be, let's say you're a project manager and you're trying to find a really awesome project manager job. Maybe one thing you might do is spend some time on LinkedIn connecting with other people who are in a space that you would like to be and mention to them that there is an awesome free project manager summit here in Austin that you would like to connect with them at or vice versa. Maybe you meet some people at that project manager summit and connect with them on LinkedIn to follow up for later. Just because events exist doesn't mean that your online presence does not have to exist as well. The two can interplay beautifully, having LinkedIn and also having the events as well can be really powerful. Okay, let's launch into dealing with shyness and attending events. I have three sections here. The first is before the event, the second is during the event, and after the event is the final section. So let's talk about before the event. The toughest battle as a shy person And maybe this is someone who just doesn't like attending events in general, but the toughest battle is just getting through the door because your mind is going to make up a bunch of excuses as to why you should not attend the event. I'm too tired. This is probably not the right event for me. It's going to be a waste of time. People are going to think I look like an idiot. I just don't feel it. Um, This is really the toughest battle from my experience um, to actually attending events and getting some really good fruit from attending those events And the best way you can overcome this is planning ahead and just committing to it. So if there is a really cool event that you think would benefit you, I would recommend getting it on your calendar and really making sure that you plan the rest of your day around that and committing to it. You should know that the second you walk through that door, most of the battle is over. Like 60% of attending the event is over because you decided to make it happen for you and attend. So I will talk about how to reinforce that behavior at the end of this podcast, but next I'll move on to the meat of my tips here. Okay, when you're actually at the event, and I am going to introduce a concept, which I'm sure already exists, but I will coin the concept as the progressive mojo exercise, and this is something that's worked tremendously for me, and it's something that I know can help a lot of those shy people out there, but... Let's just break this down here. The progressive mojo exercise is essentially warming up into the night and recognizing that the first second of the networking event is not going to be the best and progressively getting better and better and realizing that it's going to get better and better as you're attending the event. So an example of this, this was a Wednesday afternoon. I just finished work and I I signed up for a marketing event that I was excited to attend. And when I attended this event, let me tell you, the second I walked through the door, I did not want to be there like at all. Um, I just finished a really long day. I was tired. My energy level was probably a four out of 10. And I had no um, real desire to go out and shake hands and meet people. But one thing that I realized as I met person after person is my night started getting better and better because I was offering value, and other people were offering value, and it wasn't this forced thing, and it ended up being organic. And I was blown away, y'all, because by the end of the night, I had probably one of the best experiences I ever had attending an event. I was slowly and progressively getting more and more outgoing, more social. The words I was <laughs> that were coming out of my mouth it just ended up getting smoother and smoother, um, versus the very beginning of the event when I just couldn't really formulate a thought very well. Um, and the funny thing is by the end of the night, there was just this really weird shine I had about myself that was attracting other people to me. It's This is a really hard thing to, to describe here, um, but there was an aura, for a lack of a better word, that was attracting other people to talk to me and have engaging conversations. And the weirdest thing would happen, I would randomly start running into people after the event that I knew and um, coincidentally I would run into these people and then just start sparking these conversations and um, it it was a really cool thing and I tell that story not because I expect every single one of y'all's nights to go like that but Things can warm up, and things really do warm up when you're open. So with the progressive exercise, here is the first thing I recommend. And this is going to be really counterintuitive advice, but if you're a shy person that's afraid to make moves and afraid to open up, I recommend you telling yourself to bomb your first approach or bomb your first interaction. Yes, I actually said that. The reason this is good and the funny psychology behind this is you take off every expectation you have for the interaction. You essentially set the bar so low that you cannot go wrong. Uh, I think a lot of us shy people get tripped up and say, I'm worried that this is going to be such a bad interaction or it has to be perfect or it's just not going to go well. Just tell yourself. and This is where it's really counterintuitive. I'm sure some people are just just squinting their faces right now, but trust me, it works. But just tell yourself, if you were so incredibly afraid that the interaction is going to go south, just be like, you know what? If this bombs, I'm totally fine by that. I'm totally fine, and I will move on to the next conversation and just keep going. Ironically, every time I've used this approach, I have not had terrible interactions. Um, they've been so-so. They've, they've been mediocre. Um, some of them actually have been great, but I've not had... Um, terrible interactions where I feel like crawling up in a hole and dying. And that's the whole point of this. So after you quote unquote bomb your first approach, boom, move on to the next one. If you're having a great conversation and you end up not bombing that first approach, continue having it, but continuously move and cycle through your conversations. And I almost, almost 100% guarantee you that your interactions are going to get better and better if you are working on just opening up. It works that well. Something I'd like to say is realize it's okay to be yourself as a shy person. You don't need to put on a huge show when you're attending these events. Yes, do make the effort to be slightly more outgoing than you are normally. Um, You can't just kind of sit there in a corner and be like, oh, this is who I am. I'm a shy person. Um, You have to stretch yourself a bit here and make the initial interaction, but don't feel the need to change your personality entirely, even though that's what the room might pressure you to doing or what your inner silly brain might be telling you to do. It's okay to still be a reserved person and yet still be outgoing enough to have a decent interaction. So some good techniques for having conversation is to have a few good questions in the back of your head. This is absolutely great for shy people and this has been great for instances when I've been shy and I'll just tell you the power of podcasting has been excellent for me. It's it's doing this podcast for me specifically has taught me what are good stimulating questions that will keep the conversation going and I would recommend for all of you to try doing the same thing in your conversations. Um, No, you're not podcasting, but you are trying to start a conversation with stimulating questions. So warm up into it. You don't have to have the best questions at the very beginning. Um, It's okay to say, what do you do for a living? Or why are you here at this event? And as the conversation continues, I would have a few questions in the back of your head if the conversation does tend to stagnate and ask those questions because Once you get a person talking, there is nothing better than just being able to relax and just listen to that conversation and to enjoy it. So this has worked well for me, and this has been one of the best ways I could have good conversations when I've been shy. Okay, a note on alcohol and other substances, because I know having a drink or two can lower inhibitions. I think it's fine. However, it is a little too short term, and you will not grow from the experience so because you have a drink or two, this may cause you to loosen up, and it's, it's, it's a good thing, I guess. But if you're really trying to break out of your mold of being a shy person, you're just going to be using this as a crutch. And when you don't have alcohol as a crutch, you're not going to be able to break out of your shell and become a less shy person. So one thing I recommend is try meditating. Um, eat, have good nutrition habits, and, and work on your sleep. Because holistic health improves your sense of well being. And this also will just improve your conversations just because you feel better. You're going to eliminate anxiety and fear if that is a concern for you. And it's a much better approach. Trust me. Okay, I'm going to talk about some logistics about entering and exiting conversations, especially when it comes to group conversations and circles, which often happen at networking events. Um, Thing number one, when you are deciding to make an approach, do not overthink it. This is something that has really stopped me from going out and meeting people when I have been in events. One tip that I like is setting a timer in your head. I think three seconds max, if you decide that you wanna go talk or approach a group, do not spend longer than three seconds because your head will trip you up and you're gonna think of about a million different reasons to not approach a group or a person. So look, decide you're gonna to talk to someone and literally go one, two, three, Three and approach. And you will be a machine by the end of this after like three or four of these. Once again, if you're going over three seconds, then you're going to decrease the likelihood of actually making the approach because your brain will be fighting you and your brain is very powerful. So don't let that happen. Another thing that concerns people is what to say when they're approaching a group. Oftentimes there are these little clicky type circles or it can feel like that. It can feel like you're in high school all over again. Um, Do not be afraid to approach a group. One article that I was reading earlier had a few good lines. I'm not recommending lines by any means, but sometimes it does help when you're approaching. So one that I liked was quote unquote, Hey guys, do you mind if I hang out for a couple of minutes, which is really good because it asks for permission for the circle. You definitely aren't intruding and uh, it engages you in a really positive way, I think. Another one is, quote, I couldn't help but overhear you were talking about XYZ. I just wanted to say, and then you interject with your opinion. So this is good because it adds value to the conversation and it shows that you are willing to work with the group. It's just really easy. I will post that Medium article in the description, but it has a few good recommendations on how to effortlessly join group conversations. And I think meeting people one-on-one is so much easier than jumping into a group. So if that's more your style in the beginning, just saying, hi, my name is, is perfectly fine. And then continuing on with what are you doing? Why are you here at this event? Blah, blah, blah. Any of that works. Let's talk about exiting a conversation, which I know shy people sometimes can trip up about as well. It can feel awkward. Um, One thing to say is, quote unquote, well, I'm going to explore the scene a little bit. It was nice meeting you. Or I'm going to meet a few people here, but let's keep this conversation going. Are you on LinkedIn? And this one is good because, A, it's really polite. People will understand that you do want to meet other people. And it does keep the conversation open for the future. A pro tip if you're in advanced mode is you can say a line like, quote, I promised myself I would meet three new people this evening. Who would you suggest I talk to next? I think this is really awesome because if that person you're engaging with in the conversation did speak with other interesting people, it loops other people in as well. And it can make for even better conversation. It also does take some of the pain out in meeting other people. I will include another link that I found called 11 Foolproof Ways to Nicely End a Conversation, and that is a blog article. All right, a quick note on going out with friends. Um, This is a really good tip for shy people because it means you don't have to attend an event alone, which can sometimes be awkward. Trust me, I know. But don't forget that having a friend or going with a group to an event, it can be a huge barrier to meeting other people. Because one thing that your brain might tell you is, hey, I'm just going to keep talking with my friends right now because I know them, they're safe, and I don't need to get out of my comfort zone. So realize this before going into the event when you are attending it with friends is, hey, I really got to meet two or three new people here, and I'm not going to let my friends get in the way of that, even though your brain is going to want your friends get in the way of that. So Excuse yourself when you are with your friends. Break out of that circle that you're in and tell them, hey guys, I just I just wanted to meet a few new people here. I'll be back in a bit. All right, let's talk about after the event. One thing I highly recommend all of you who don't have this as a habit is to reward yourself after you attend an event. This is what I'd probably say 99% of people don't do, but this actually will make a huge difference. I believe strongly in the principle of psychological reward, which is, when you do something or when you're acting on a certain behavior and you get rewarded for that, there is a really strong intrinsic motivational power that comes behind that. So let's say that you go out and you attend this event and afterwards you just beat yourself up about how crappy the event was and how, <laughs> um, how much of an awkward person you were. What's that going to make you do after the event when you do that punishment? You're not going to want to attend events. But let's say conversely, you attend the event, it ends up being good, okay, bad, whatever it is, and afterwards you decide that you're going to put on your favorite Netflix TV show, grab a beer, and your favorite slice of pizza. Uh, Game changer, because I've tried this before and it works. (laughs) The principle is psychological reward. So what I'd recommend if attending events is really like pulling teeth, make sure you get the actual event on your Gmail calendar and you plan around it. And after that event, you schedule a little me time. So an hour afterwards to decompress, to grab a slice of pizza, wine, beer, whatever it is, and reward yourself for attending that event because you are going to be so much more likely to keep attending events afterwards, even on a subconscious level, if you're rewarding yourself and telling yourself, good job. So try this out. If that's one hack you get from this, try that one. But I hope this motivates you to actually attend the event. I want to give a quick note on self-improvement and in improving in the long term. You can see this whole attending events as a shy person thing to be a huge pain in the butt as something that is going to be a struggle for you to get over, or you can see this as an opportunity to grow yourself and to get much better as a person and to get more out there. You will grow from this experience by attending events alone. You are already making a massive improvement if you're doing this. I just want to say right here, right now, journaling will put that on steroids at the end of the event. After you have rewarded yourself for attending that event, break out a journal and talk about your experience. If you're a shy person, why are you shy? Is it because of self-consciousness? Is it because you're comparing yourself to other people? Is it because you think people are going to think you're stupid So just because you feel like it's not your thing, there is a really fantastic journaling process by Dr. Nicole, a holistic psychologist, and I am currently using this right now, and I really recommend it. It's the concept of future self-journaling. You're pretty much writing out the type of person who you would like to be and reflecting on your experiences. This has been really powerful, and man, this could be probably one of the best things you can do when you're trying to break out of your shyness bubble. So one thing you might say is I'm trying to become a less shy person or I'm trying to be a more social person when it comes to events and you'll end up writing things that you never thought <laughs> you never thought you would write or think about and this will help you have such a higher level of self-awareness as you are on your journey to improve and become a less shy person or a more social person whatever it is. I'm going to drop Dr. Nicole's Instagram on the description of this podcast and you can find her website and her journaling exercise as well if you search for it but just telling you just from experience journaling and getting these things out and and, and really looking at why you're a shy person and maybe what's one specific thing you want to improve can make such a huge difference and by the end of those 30 days or two months three months whatever it is you're going to be such a a dynamic person such a more powerful person when it comes to these things so ha there you go hopefully i turned this huge issue you had about being shy and attending events to something that is so much less daunting and more of an opportunity for you hopefully i gave you hope and inspiration on attending events and hopefully i really really change at least one person's life out there who does attend an event and ends up just absolutely crushing it so This concludes our podcast episode. Hope you enjoy. Make sure to hit that subscribe button if you haven't done so already. And we just got a new Instagram account. It's at Podcast. We are also on TikTok, believe it or not. Um, We're posting funny videos there and hope to see you there as well. All right, this concludes our 85th episode. Go out and be warriors.